Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. Hey, hey friends, welcome back to the Health Forward podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about three things you can do to move forward toward a healthier mind and a healthier body. I love starting with these three things because they don't require you to buy anything or go anywhere. You can literally apply these tips today. Let's get into it. The first thing you can do is to hydrate. Okay, I know you probably hear this a lot, and if you're one of my family members, you're probably rolling your eyes right now because I say this all the time, but it's for a good reason. The majority of us are dehydrated right now, and yes, I said us because sometimes I slag on this too. Dehydration can cause so many symptoms. Most of us think, well, if I'm peeing and I'm not thirsty, I'm fine. That's just simply not true. Not drinking enough water is one of the top causes for headaches, muscle and joint pain, indigestion, bloating, constipation, skin issues like dry skin or breakouts, and fatigue. And that's just to name a few. It's a really long list. Our bodies need water and they just cannot function optimally without it. So the natural question is, how much water should we be drinking every day? Well, there's been a lot of confusion about this in the past, but I think most health professionals agree now that the goal is to drink half your body weight in ounces every day. So that means if you weigh 150 pounds, you should aim for 75 ounces a day. If you weigh 200 pounds, you should aim for 100 ounces a day. So whatever your current weight is, divide it in half, and then that's your goal. Now, if you're not used to drinking a lot of water, that probably seems like a lot. So my advice would be to start small and build your way up to that amount. Remember, that's the goal. So you're probably not going to start out hitting the goal every day, and that's okay. One of the best tips that I have found for increasing your water intake is to use a water bottle that you really like and that's easy to carry around with you. Something that's 24 to 32 ounces and either glass or stainless steel are the best options. I personally like stainless steel because it keeps my water really cold and I don't have to worry about my daughter breaking my glass bottles. But just whichever of those work for you. And then you aim to drink one whole bottle full of water before breakfast, before lunch, and before dinner. Another option would be to set an alarm on your phone that will go off every hour or two to remind you to go fill up your water bottle. It may take a few weeks to get into this habit, but eventually you will start to feel so much better and your body will actually start to crave more water so it won't be so much of a chore anymore. Also, real life moment here. You are likely going to notice that the more water you drink, you're going to have to pee a lot more. Now, that's a good thing. It's inconvenient, but it's a good thing because your body is working really hard to flush out toxins and get rid of things it doesn't need. It's really good for your liver, your kidneys, your digestion, um, and your skin to get rid of all those toxins. So just be happy about all the good it's doing for your body. Know that the inconvenience of it won't last forever. Your body will adjust and you won't be running to the bathroom all the time once you get used to it. Now, I've had several people tell me 
that they struggle to drink water because they just don't like the taste. I actually had the same problem several years ago when I started trying to up my water intake as well. So let's talk about a few ways you can work through that. One of the simplest ways to add a little flavor to your water is to add some fresh fruit to it. A wedge of lemon or lime or both is a great way to both enhance the taste and then also give you a little boost of vitamin C. And most of us can definitely use that. You can also add a sprig of fresh mint or an herb that you like and a few slices of something like cucumber or maybe watermelon or something like that to give you a more spa-like experience. You can also play around with the temperature of the water. Some people prefer super cold water and then some people are able to drink more if it's more room temp. The key here is just to play around with different options, different temperatures, different flavors to see which way you prefer it and which way you're able to get the most water in during the day. Another idea that I really like to help people transition to drinking more water, especially for people who are big soda drinkers, is to switch to a naturally flavored carbonated water option like LaCroix or Perrier. Just be sure to really read the label and make sure there aren't any added sugars or artificial sugars or flavors within the drink itself. Ideally, you still would want to transition mostly to regular water since carbonated water can leave you feeling a little bloated, but still, this is a great way to ease yourself into drinking more water. The next thing we can do to really help move our health forward is to work on reducing our stress. Now I know, seems impossible, I can already hear you laughing, but just to hear me out. We all know that chronic stress is bad for us, right? It's bad for our physical health, our mental health, our relationships. It's just bad across the board. We don't really need to be told that. What I think we don't fully understand though is just how much it affects our health. Did you know that chronic stress can not only cause things like anxiety and depression or insomnia and headaches, but also cause you to have decreased immune function imbalanced hormones, and weight gain. I don't know anyone who wants that. When we encounter stress, our bodies produce a hormone called cortisol. It's our primary stress hormone and is responsible for activating our fight or flight response. The effects of this release of hormones alter our immune function, suppress our digestive and reproductive systems, and slow growth function. Now, this is actually a good thing and a survival mechanism, and it's how our bodies were created to respond to stress. If you were being chased by a wild animal, you would need to focus all of your body's energy on surviving. You wouldn't need to really worry about digesting or burning calories or definitely wouldn't be a safe time to have a baby, so you wouldn't need to worry about any of those functions either. The problem isn't with the release of cortisol. The problem is that our brains can't tell the difference in us being chased by a lion and our bank account overdrafting. We live in this constant state of stress, and therefore our bodies are continually releasing cortisol. And as we just learned, we can't function well in that state for a sustained amount of time. So, if you're anything like me, you're probably thinking, well, that sucks, but stress is a major part of life and there's nothing I can do about it. And that's somewhat true. We can't eliminate stress altogether, but we can reduce it and we can help support our bodies and help it to learn to deal with the effects of it. 
Here are a few ideas. One, set some boundaries. Seriously. A lot of our stress, especially as women, comes from saying yes to too many things and trying to be all things to all people. I am so guilty of this, so I'm, I'm right here with you. We often overextend ourselves to the point that we have no time. We're always rushing or running late, which only stresses us out more. Our hearts are in the right place. We want to take care of our families. We want to take care of our friends. We want to have the perfect house and do a great job at work and make sure we get all of our kids enrolled in all the things and they're all to the places they need to be. But how many times do we put those kinds of expectations on ourselves and it's really only to prove to ourselves that we can or maybe make us feel like we're enough? That leads me to the second thing. Can we just be honest and admit that we're not enough? We will never be perfect and we're never going to do it all perfectly. That's a whole other podcast episode. And actually, um, Nancy Ray has a great episode about that with her podcast that you should go check out sometime. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But just this idea of being perfect and having to be enough for everyone, that itself is so stressful. We need to set ourselves free from that expectation that we can meet everyone's needs all the time. And we need to set some very clear boundaries in our lives. If we don't take the time to care for ourselves, to give ourselves margin, we're not going to be able to care for the ones we love. So how do we do that? How do we care? How do we care for ourselves? That's the idea of self-care, which is a really trendy topic right now. But the idea is that you pick one or two things that fill you up, that make you feel refreshed, that allow you to regroup. They don't have to be elaborate or expensive. It doesn't have to be a, an hour massage once a week or something. I mean, that's great if you can, but it doesn't have to be something like that. It honestly could just be a hot bath before bed every night or 10 minutes of time to pause and pray in the morning before you start your day. You get to decide what the thing is for you. So give it some thought. Sit down and make a plan. What would be a great way for you to start your day or end your day? Just make sure that you're making yourself a priority in your day so that you can keep those stress levels low, so that you can set the appropriate boundaries, and so that you can love your people well. My third tip for today is to get better sleep. Sleep is so vital to good health, and ensuring a good night's rest is probably one of the most important things we can do to help our bodies and minds function well. Good sleep is essential for our bodies to be able to do things like recover from the stress of the day, repair our muscles and tissues from workouts or injuries, regulate our hormone levels, including the ones that affect our appetite, metabolism, and reproductive systems, retain knowledge and memories that we obtain through the day, slow the aging process, and reduce the risk of disease and illness. So as you can tell from this list, which is by no means all-inclusive, there can be serious negative outcomes associated with not getting enough sleep. So that prompts the question, what is enough sleep? Well, according to the National Sleep Foundation, the number of hours of sleep required for optimal health can vary per individual, but the general recommendation is that adults sleep anywhere from seven to nine hours each night. It was also noted that we should pay attention to how we feel on differing amounts of sleep. 
So for example, do you feel better and more rested with seven hours versus nine hours or maybe vice versa? More isn't always better. I know personally, if I have too much sleep, I can feel just as bad and groggy as if I had too little. Also, the quality of our sleep is just as important as the quantity of sleep we're getting. Here are a few suggestions for improving your sleep quality from the National Sleep Foundation. Stick to a consistent sleep schedule, even on weekends, so that means waking at the same time every day. Another suggestion was to practice a relaxing bedtime ritual. So this could also help with the stress and self-care that we've just mentioned before. Another was to exercise daily. We all know that exercise is good for us, but it really has a huge impact on the quality of our sleep. They also recommended to evaluate your bedroom to ensure ideal temperature, sound, and light. So a cool, completely dark room is actually optimal and that helps your body to produce melatonin appropriately, which will help you get really good quality restorative sleep. It also mentioned to beware of hidden sleep stealers like alcohol and caffeine and to turn off all electronics before bed. The blue light as well as EMFs admitted from those devices have been linked with poor sleep quality and insomnia. You should also address any issues like sleep apnea with a trained health professional and really most importantly just make sleep a priority. You have to schedule sleep just like any other daily activity but don't make it the thing you do after everything else is done. You need to make it a priority, stop what you're doing when it's time for you to go to bed, and go get the sleep you need. Guys, I can't stress enough the significance that working on these three things can have on your health. And as I mentioned in the beginning, these are changes that you can make today. No matter what day of the week it is or what time of the day it is that you're listening to this, you can start now. We often get tricked into thinking that in order to move our health forward in a positive direction, we need to make these huge time commitments or spend a lot of money, but in reality, it's the small daily decisions we make that have the greatest impact on our health. If you're more of a visual person and would like a quick reminder for these three tips, I've created a free digital guide for you to download and I've linked that in the show notes as well. If you have any questions or you want more information about health coaching, please feel free to reach out to me. You can find me on both Instagram and Facebook by searching the handle at your health forward. Friends, thank you so much for taking the time to be here and to listen in. I know your time is valuable and I really appreciate you spending a few minutes of your time with me today. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and we'll see you next time. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.